What's up? Hey, What's up? Hey, what is going on, family? What's Happy Friday. On? What is going on with y'all? Come on now. It's Friday again. It's Friday again, man. We we are excited about seeing y'all. Y'all know what we do here at Married for Real. Yes, Look, yes. I got my beautiful, my gorgeous orchid here right now. <laughs> and um, she, she, she's celebrating, uh, uh, enjoying her new style and everything. I mean, she is so beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey man, thank you so good, y'all. But y'all know how we do right now. Y'all get all your shares in. Yeah, share, yeah. share, share. And um, make sure that y'all tag your spouse, tag your, your parents, tag anybody that you think that needs this message today because we're going to go in. We are going in heavy today as we do all week, man. And we're yeah. going to allow the Holy Spirit to just have all rule yeah. and reign over this conversation yeah. and yeah. over this um, topic today. So y'all go ahead and share, and um, let's let's get it in here, man. We we believe that some lives and some marriages gonna be changed today. Yes, yes, we are so excited. You all to see what God is gonna do in the lives of marriages all over the world. Listen, we have been getting just so many different people reaching out to us, man, and it is just breaking our heart to see the amount of marriages that are at the point where they just want to throw in a towel, like I'm done that. So hopefully, y'all, we. Know, that's why we do what we do. We're we're, we're trying to <laughs> keep families together. Right. And a lot of times we're finding out that a lot of marriages are just being destroyed because they don't even know. It's just a lack of knowledge. Right. You know, if you can get the right resources, if you can build the right community around you. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? It it can work. It can work, y'all. So go ahead and tag your spouse. Go ahead and share this video. Let's see who we have on here today. You know, we're gonna do some shout outs and everything. Y'all go ahead and tag, tag, tag and share where what city are you from let us know let us know i already see some of our peeps in here i see uh LaShawn warren from miami i see tommy from california jay and LaShawn from charleston what is going on family oh wow robin uh happy friday thank you for joining us christina washington thank you thank you very much thank you for joining us today uh jasmine snail thank you for joining in with us, uh, Maribel, thank you from Las Vegas, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Donna, thank you so much. Uh, Robin from Orangeburg, thank you for joining us. All right, y'all, we are about to get started. Maybe in what, 30 seconds? Yeah, yeah, Are yeah. you ready? Well, number one, we <laughs> like to interact with our people, man, while, yeah. we, while we get everything together. How y'all feeling out there, man? Do y'all have y'all week been? How y'all week been and everything? What's going yeah. on? What is happening? y'all have any like praise reports or uh, anything that um y'all just want to you know any babies coming because we know look okay. we know in marriage man look some the baby's gonna be popping up what's what's, what's happening man what is going on yeah so all right let us know how y'all doing out here any special trips coming up just interact with us and let us know That's we'll get right. started in like 30 seconds come on now we want to get some shout outs here we got the um watch party right now and also man we got to give a shout out to the marriage club man the marriage club where the founders are mauricio um sunny and also chris sunny man what is happening man um thank god for these people who were created this awesome club but um, we are right here right now in um the watch party in the marriage club man and we we all from man right now we got nashville in here I don't know how to pronounce that name. I'm going to just say Jeremiah um, Gunther. Okay. All right. What's going on? We got uh, Will Jones from Austin, Texas. What's up, man? What's happening? Um, Favor. 
uh, what's that, New Jersey in the house, man, Jerika, Jerika, uh, uh um, I know you tagging, Hassan Yoko was tagging people, man, man, thank you for, for joining, man, we got Tampa, Florida in the house, hey, Tampa, Florida, Florida, y'all please stay safe, uh, we gonna pray at the end, man, definitely, uh, for this non-existent storm, we gonna, we gonna cast that storm back into the ocean, the day. Um, we got Stephanie, we got, man, we got all kind of people, man, Philadelphia in here, we got Lafayette, Louisiana, Louisiana is heavy in here, Baton Rouge is also in here, Chicago, we see y'all, man, Maryland, what's up, man, what's going on to everybody here in the, um, the uh, watch party, and, um, and what we want y'all to do is tag, tag, tag your spouse, and also yeah. share, share the post. So I think we're ready, right? Yes, we are ready, y'all. We're going to go ahead and get started. Um, a lot more people we're going to shout out later. Um, so for those of you all who are new, I am Christina. This is my sexy Ooh. husband, LaTroy Brown. What's up? What's up, and y'all? we are the founders of Married for Real. Come on now. And why do we do what we do? Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern, we come on live, and it's mainly to aid in the healing and the rebuilding of broken marriages all over the world and to reveal God's kingdom purpose to the world. That's right. The thing about it, you all, God created marriage. It is his product. Yes. So in order for us to have healthy, successful marriages, we're going to have to go to the word of God. We're going to have to get biblical principles. Right. And it's a bonus when you have someone that, that's being transparent right. and open and sharing issues in their own marriage, right? So that's why we're doing what we're doing. No one's really put us up to this. You know, it's just something that God personally laid on our heart to do. Right, exactly. Because when God totally restored our marriage, he basically said, okay, now that you've been converted, now that your marriage has been restored, go back and, and save, get, yeah, save someone else's marriage. Help somebody marriage. else out. All so right, that's so, why we're here. And um, last week, we talked about um, doing marriage maintenance on your marriage. Listen. And it's about doing checkups because some of y'all, y'all need to go back and look at some of those lives. But because some of y'all need to do a marriage maintenance. Why Why are some negative things happening in your marriage? And we guarantee you, you do a little checkup, a little maintenance on your marriage, you'll begin to find out there's some loose ends that you need to tighten up within your marriage. So go back and watch that live and then you'll see what we were talking about. But um. So, we are about to get started. We're going to do a quick prayer because we want to make sure the Holy Spirit is involved, right? Less of us and all of Him. So, God, Holy Spirit, Thank you, we just welcome you in this video today. We just pray, yes, Lord God, Lord. that you would move upon the hearts of every husband and wife that is collectively joined together with us today. Yes. We thank you, Lord God, that marriages will be reconciled, Lord God, by the power of your love. Mm -hmm. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking through us, right now. giving us sound wisdom that we can give to other couples, Lord God. I thank you for using us simply as your mouthpiece, Lord God. Yep. So in Jesus' name, we just receive what you are going to do today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Um, let's, let's hit this. Let's hit this thing hard y'all look we've been getting so many different um uh i guess messages god has been speaking to us and um people have been failing in marriages and what we believe is that people just don't know what marriage is about people don't know what what god's intent for marriage was you know or is mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. so the holy spirit dealt with us the whole week and so today's topic what we're going to talk about 
is basically why God created marriage. What what was God's design? Mm. What is God's design for marriage? That's yep. what we're going to talk about. And we yep. believe that once you realize or understand the purpose for a thing, mm. then you will you will elude yeah. abuse. Because on, if babe. you don't know a purpose for something, abuse is inevitable. That's so period. True. If you don't know why marriage, why God mm-hmm. created marriage, then yeah. you you're gonna abuse your spouse That's within right. the marriage. You're mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna be treating each other uh, in a way that you think yep. that you should be treating each other, and mm-hmm. which we like to call the world's way. Yep. But God, there's a specific way that we're supposed to be interacting in marriage, right, babe? Mm, you just preach right Come there. Come on Listen, now. I am so glad that God j- didn't just throw us in here without any knowledge. Right. He didn't just, you know, create us and say, go at it. He right. gave us a manual. He gave us the word of God. So somebody on here, y'all like, look, I got my paper and my pad. Listen, thank you for doing that. We are going to be in Ephesians chapter 5 throughout this video today. And we're going to be going line upon line, precept upon precept. Yep. So please follow along with us. Again, it's in Ephesians chapter 5. So the first point that we felt we wanted to talk about today when it comes to God's design for marriage. First of all, his design was that two individuals would be pursuing purity. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Two individuals would be pursuing purity. And if you go back into um, Genesis, when God first created marriage with Adam and Eve, and we can't get too much into detail, but when God created Adam and Eve, there was, there was there, there was no praise and worship. There was no no um, usher board. There was nothing. <laughs> there was just the presence of God. Yep. God. It was just God's presence. It was Adam and Eve in God's presence, and they walked with God. It was mm. it was pure. Yes. They knew nothing but good things there in the garden. Mm. So God God didn't want any kind of evil to happen within humanity at all, but especially within that marriage. But as you can see in in Genesis. God created a man and a woman for marriage first. That was the first institution ever created. Yep. And so yep. God wanted that institution to be pure My between God. a man and a woman yes. and God. Yes. yes. You know, so he wanted pure and holy. And another thing that God did in the garden, babe, he designed men right. to be in the presence of God. Right. Adam was in the presence of God. He walked with God in the cool of the day right. before Eve even came on the scene. Right. So more than you are men needing a woman, they need the presence of God. Mm, right, babe? My God. They men men need please listen to this. Please listen to this. Because there are a lot of men that are not are going around in marriage and not knowing how to be men. Yep. And your way of knowing who you are what you are called to do and what you are called to be is in the presence, in of, the God. presence of God. This was this was the at the beginning. This is the very beginning of creation of marriage is that a man, number one, your a man needs to be in the presence yes. of God. On, he walked with God. Yes. You need to speak with God. You yes. need to talk with God. Yes. You fellowship. need you need yes. to fellowship with yes. God every single day mm-hmm. because you have a mandate over that family. You have a major responsibility over your wife, over your kids, over the uh, governing, uh, over the uh, future of 
the generations that are to come right behind you. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So as a man, you have to stay in the presence of God. And by staying in the presence, there's a responsibility. You have to seek purity. Come on, Drew. You know, Listen. you you have to seek purity, and I like talking about the men because of of the obvious reasons. Yeah, you yeah, see what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the, if the man, I, we believe that if you, the husbands would get their self in line and understand their purpose, that that the whole family would begin to follow. So, number one, man, you have to seek um, purity. There, at the beginning, there were two individuals seeking the purity of God. I love what you just said, babe. And at the end of the day, when you've been trying to do marriage on your own like we were, and we were failing at it, when God is like, just go to the Bible. Everything that you need is in there. It's laid out for you. But see, how have you been doing? How have you been doing with it? You know, mm -hmm. when we try to do marriage our way mm -hmm. or the world's way, but God already designed it. Mm -hmm. He already showed us how a husband is supposed to love his wife, how a wife is supposed to respect her husband. But it starts with two individuals pursuing purity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You, We should each have our own relationship with, with God. God. Man. This is why a lot of marriages are failing. Man, man, babe, I'm glad you said that because what's happening, yeah. see, the two people, when you, when you are two people, two individuals pursuing God, what you're doing, because God... God said, I'll never leave you and I'll never oh, forsake man. you. And the reason why God said that is because he don't he doesn't move. Mm. He's consistent. So let me let me give you an illustration. It's almost like this plant. Look at this plant. The plant doesn't move. It's gonna stay there. It's consistent. Mm -hmm. It's always in that one spot. Mm -hmm. It's just like God. God always stays God. He said, I never change. Mm. My word gonna stay the word. I'm gonna stay the same. I'll never leave you or forsake you. Yeah, you see what I'm yeah. saying? But what God wants is the, the 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 wife to pursue him, mm. you see, because God stays there, and if the wife pursue, pursues God, she'll be in that position with God, mm -hmm. and, and 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 if a man pursues God, I'll also be in that position with God, Come and on, then with, with with that all we will be together, united as one, because we'll be in the same position, mm. we'll be on one accord, we'll be in the Ooh. same spot. But when you got only one person pursuing God and me not pursuing God, I'll be all over the place. We would just be, you know what I'm saying? I'll be totally out of the will of God while my wife and God is here in the position that they're supposed to be in. You see? And this is what's happening to the family. The men are being, not, I'm just saying not all families, but most what we're hearing in, in um, counseling, yes. what we're hearing is that the men is not in position, in position. with God. That's it, babe. And so now you yeah. got the wife and God waiting on the man Woo! to come back in position. Jesus, come on, Lord. Come the on, men, God. They're waiting. Come back. Your, wife, your wife is like, come back come in position. Back. Get back in position. Seek the purity. Yes. Seek, pursue the purity. Mm. Come on back in position. So listen, y'all, God is saying, get back in position, get back in my presence. That's where it all started. Come on through y'all. Eden is in a place. It's an atmosphere. Eden is an atmosphere. You guys, God is saying, get back in the atmosphere of my presence. Mm. That is why y'all going at each other's throats. That is why you're about to write up some divorce papers. Who is in position? 
Why are you leaving your position? So listen, two individuals pursuing purity. We're going to go to the word of God. We're going to go to Ephesians 5, and we're going to see what God is saying about this. So yes. come follow us, y'all. Verse. We're going to look at three verses real quick. Come, come along. Let's take a walk. Come walk <laughs> with us. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Verse 1 through 3 is where we're going at right now. It states, follow God's example. Not the world. Not your mama damn. Follow God's example. Therefore, as dearly loved children, children, mm. okay? Verse 2, and walk in the way of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Verse 3, but among you, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality, come on, we're going to talk about this thing today, or any kind of impurities mm. or of greed because these are improper for God's holy people. See, mm. God is calling us to get back in position. Our position is holiness. Our position is purity. You right. see what I'm saying? In the atmosphere of God, there's no evil. Come on, there's man. no sin. There's no wickedness. Mm. God is saying we got to get our house clean. That's it. And what we're doing, what we're doing, today's topic is God's design for marriage. So what we're actually doing is building. We're building that we're building yeah. that marriage. We're building that marriage, the picture perfect marriage that God um had designed. Now, we want to just be honest because we didn't we didn't start off of doing these things nope. that you see here in the word, Not that we're all. reading here in the word. Most of us started off, you know, um just doing we're very promiscuous. We, we started yep. off using drugs. We, we, we got different backgrounds. Yep. You know, so if you find yourself like us, because we were one of those people yes, that Lord. we didn't start off um, doing everything right, you mm -hmm. know. We had a baby out of wedlock. I was 16 years old when we got pregnant right. with our first child. Right. So... So we, we, we're not coming to you as perfect people not at all. that, that did, did and always do everything perfect. Mm -mm. But um, what, we're, what we're showing you is if you, if you fall in line to where you are people like us that didn't do things right, because there's a very few that do things according to the word of God. God's design. God, God's design. But if you are one of those that, that started off, you know, doing things right because you just didn't know like us. You know, it's never too late. It's not too so late. So what you want to do here is take this message and back up a little bit yep. and see where we're missing it at. Mm. We're, okay, we're missing it. I see that. Now, we got to seek purity, babe. That's right, babe. We got to start talking about mm. our relationship with God. We mm. got to get back in line on, with the things of God. Yeah. There's, things, there's some things that we need to let go out of mm -hmm. our life. You Which know? is what we had to do. Which is what we have to yeah. do. We had to get serious about our own personal relationship with God. When we started to see our marriage failing, right, babe? Right. We had to say, okay, something is wrong with the people in the marriage. Right. Not the marriage, it's the people within the marriage. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So Exactly. So in, in saying that, start to think about some of the things that you know that's not healthy for your marriage or, or just compare yourself to this word. Because in the word he says, you know, all kinds of impurities. What is that? Greed. Come We're on. talking about, um, you know, sexual immorality. Come on, babe. You know, if you notice that the world right now is going totally opposite of what God says 
a person is supposed to be yep. and what God's design for marriage is, you mm-hmm. know? Um, you got same-sex marriages now. You got people who are confused about whether they are female or male. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the Bible, God, and especially in Ephesians, this is Ephesians what? Chapter 5. Chapter 5. It, it basically breaks down uh, an individual's life and guides you into that place that you're supposed to be within a marriage, marriage yep. you know? So it says purity. God wants you to be pure first. As an individual, be pure first, okay? So, God, go ahead, babe. You want to say something? No, I was just saying that's awesome. So, I love how Ephesians 5 is taking us on a journey. Yep. It's saying, okay, the two individuals, before you even think about marriage, you need to be holy. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? The, a lot of the things, like right here, it says uh, there should not even be a hint of sexual immorality. That There's so much infidelity going on in marriages. Yep. And, and we know because we're on the front line. People yep. reach out to us all the time about infidelity. Yep. It, and so God is like, look, if you can just as the individual deal with your lust issues because marriage won't fix it. Right. Exactly. If you got lust before, if you're a lustful, you know, person, perverted person before you get married, yep. that thing is going to carry over over into the marriage. It right, is. Babe? It is. It is. So pay close attention to this. Yeah. Now, what are some of the characteristics, you know, of of being that uh, individual that's pursuing love? Let me put this point back up. Um, be, of being an individual that pursue, that's pursuing love. Um, so. Number one, number one, we have to walk in the way of love. That's God's design. God's design, number one, as an individual person. And this is before you even think about marriage. We know that most people here is married, but we're talking about the design. You have to um, walk in the way of love. So now, if you're in a marriage and you're very, um, you're very, you don't have much patience for your spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, you always want to be right. A uh, uh, man wants to be so controlling. Mm. You know, there, there's something that was missing from the beginning before even getting married, you mm. know. So you brought that controlling spirit into the marriage mm-hmm. thinking that it was right. Mm-hmm. But we're letting you know right now, brother, there's a different way that you should operate in your marriage. And we're going to get to it at the end, too. Listen, y'all. Ephesians 5 is telling us God's design right here. Ephesians 5 verse 1 says, follow God's example. And one thing you just said, babe, the number one thing in order to follow God is we got to walk in love. God is love. He don't just have love. And and a reference scripture is 1 John chapter 4. Read 1 John chapter 4 starting around the 7th verse and take it all the way to 20 something verse. It breaks down like, look, if you don't love, God said you don't even know me. You don't even know me if you're not even walking in love, okay? So we cannot be children of God and not walk in love. So God is like, look, in order for you to follow me, you got to resemble me. That's good. In order for us to follow God's example, we got to look like him, y'all. God said, look, you were created in my image and my likeness. Come on. Come on now. I, I know you are a father, right, babe? Yep. If the three kids we got didn't look anything like you, you would have had I'll some, be questions. some questions. I'm like, look. We got three children, 13, 16, and 19 years old, and all of them look something like their daddy. That baby don't look like me. <laughs> That baby don't look like me. Come on. <laughs> Listen, y'all, we should be looking something so, like our father. So we should be looking like our father. Yes. Now, and also within this, you have to stay um, sexually pure. 
and we already know that we want to we want to get to the next point because we don't we know that some of you don't you are here on lunch break or whatever but um sexually pure stay sexually pure within yourself first mm-hmm. this is this is what we're talking about within yourself so if you don't allow pornography to be a part of your life don't allow lust or any type to be a part of your life you know your marriage should be between you and your spouse mm-hmm. and if you're single no you should not have sex before marriage Mm-mm. you know stay pure and stay holy Okay. Yeah. And, and, no, and no sugar daddies and no chicks on the side. Come on, Drew. We're talking it. about God's design. Okay. We're, call, we're talking about God's design for marriage. And then the last one is just be holy. And being holy is just saying being set apart for the use of God. You know, that's what being holy is. It's saying that, no, I'm not going to participate in certain things that I know God won't be pleased with because I want to be set aside, set apart for the specific use of God. And there's so many other things that we can say on this um. Um, first point, but we're gonna go to the next one, y'all. So we're gonna keep it moving, y'all. If we were there, for, if we were there for a little while, we had to because at the end of the day, we focus too much on the symptoms. The root, we gotta go back to the person, right? So the first point is two individuals pursuing purity, and point number two is listen. Two individuals must be submitting to one another. This is good. God's design. God's this design is, good. is two individuals submitting, submitting to one to, another. Now we're talking about, now you're moving from singleness into now into the marriage. Now you're into to the marriage portion of what God designed. Once God wants you to be a whole, a whole or, or um, in pursuit of him first. And then now you bring that love for God, that love for his purpose, that love for his his um, relationship into the marriage now. Now you have two people that are both in the marriage pursuing God. Yes, you see what I'm saying? Yes. So now, in this in this point here, it specifically said individuals submitting, two individuals submitting one to another. I just said that men sometimes come into the relationship and they have this dominant attitude mm. like, you're going to do you're going to do what I tell you to do. You you're going to say what I tell you. You're going to sit in the background. I don't want you. No, let, let me. You, you got your only purpose is to um, build my life. You see? The, but in Ephesians, it says that we are to submit one to another. Now, what this means, this, this is the, the biggest, one of the biggest things that I've learned throughout the course of my marriage. Men, listen to this. Please listen to this, men. This is one of the things that I've learned throughout the course of my marriage. That... The wife, my wife, my wife sees things that I can't see. She just sees things. She has this woman into woman's intuition mm. to where I can't see certain things. Yeah. But she would she would always tell me, Troy, something about that dude. I just I can't put my hands on it right now. I'm gonna go back in prayer. But there's something about him and I think you need to be cautious for. I, and I would think, Christine, you just paranoid, you know, whatever. You what, what what you you know you don't know what you talk about you know what I mean let let me let me do me I'm the man you know what I'm saying we're I know we're talking what I'm, countless scenarios right. like who who are you to tell me you know who I you you should be listening to me you know what I'm saying and so she would tell me certain things about people about um, any kind of endeavors that I would be um, trying to pursue and I was hard headed at the beginning of the marriage but it it wasn't until tragedy hit our home that I began to see. That what Christina was has always been telling me and warning me about is true. So the Bible is true when the Bible says that when a man finds a wife, Listen he finds a good thing on, and obtains favor from who? From God. It ain't from the earth. The wife didn't come from the earth. The wife came from God. So God gives the wife to you as a gift. Because we're his daughters. That's it. 
He gives the wife to you as a gift. So yes. men, men, don't be prideful. Don't let that pride stand in your way from receiving the blessing from God because they come with the help for you. My you know God. what I'm saying? So mm. once I begin to see Christina as a gift, mm. she's not a burden, okay? Mm, she's God. not a burden. She's not somebody that I, I need to play into the background of my life. Lord. She's some somebody that I need to place right beside me in my life that can help me along with what God has for me to do. So mm. that that right there debunks the myth that people, that men are supposed to be the dominant people and, you know, the, the men are only the ones that are anointed. No, that, that, I'm telling you, stop thinking like that because you could be depriving yourself of the greatest blessing in your marriage. Good Lord, baby. That's all I, I Listen, got. I am so grateful for the revelation and the light. Woo, thank you, God. Mm-mm-mm. I'm just sea lion right now, just thinking about everything you just said. Yeah. But listen, y'all, that everything he just said right there is so awesome. It, it has been a journey to get here, and it's nothing but by the grace of God mm -hmm. that we are here, and I'm so grateful. So listen, y'all, we're still in Ephesians 5. We're talking about two individuals submitting to one another under God's design for marriage. Yep. So let's go to the 21st verse right now. We're going to skip on down to the 21st verse, and it says, Submit to one another out of the reverence for Christ. Yep. Submit to one another out of the reverence for Christ. Okay, reverence. Let's talk about that word right there. It simply means respect and honor. It, mean, it means to stand in awe of. Come on. It means to esteem highly. You know, you, you hold in high esteem. So out of your high respect for God, you're going to respect your spouse. You're going to love your spouse. You're going to submit to your spouse. So Ephesians 5.21 says, submit to one another out of your reverence for Christ. Mm -hmm. So could it be, could it be the reason there is no submission going on within your home? Could it be that there's no reverence for God? Mm. There's no reverence for Christ. Nobody has the fear of God in the home. Mm. Or maybe it's one, one may have it and the other may not. Right. Okay. But God says submit to one another. So now let's go to the 22nd verse. It states wives. Now he's going to break it down individually. And right. he's saying wives submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. That's good. And that you see, y'all see how these, these two topics tie in together. The first one was submitting to the Lord, but how would you know to submit how to submit to your husband if you don't first submit to God. So in this scripture, you know, it, it, it ties this whole scripture in to each other. So first you got to submit to God, then you will know how to submit to your husband. Right. So wives, submit to your husbands, your own husbands, as you do unto the Lord. Verse 23 says, for the husband is the head of the wife. Y'all may not like that, but this is what the Bible says. The husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body, of which he is our savior. So we were talking the other day, and we were, we were saying it's so amazing mm -hmm. how God compares marriage mm -hmm. to our relationship with him. Mm -hmm. Isn't it amazing how the Bible calls the body of believers the bride of Christ? Mm -hmm. We're the bride of Christ, and we're the body of Christ. You see what I'm saying? So we're the same way we yield are supposed to submit to God, right. wives. That's the same way we yield and submit to our husbands. Right. Exactly. You know. So listen, 
it, you know, this is God's design. This is the way, you know, not Latroy and Christina. This is just the Bible. Um, Ephesians 5.24 says, Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives submit to their husbands in everything. This is good. Ugh. I'm just reading what it says, y'all. So to end this right here, a wife who submitted to Christ submits to her husband. Mm. Mm. This is this is this Ooh, is Jesus. This is this is powerful. And once we get this in our marriage that we are supposed to submit to one another, submit to one another. There's no big person, no small person, but we submit to one another as God as we submit to Christ. The woman, she comes with so much, so much um, wisdom. She comes with so much strength. She comes with so much power. Everything that us men needs um, to, to fulfill our purpose. And then what the man brings to the table in the marriage is that men, most men are the visionary. They're, they're the head of the household. And so once you bring that understanding together and um, the woman knows how to submit to the husband because she submits to God and vice versa, then we can flow and operate as one unit. And this made me think back on how I was in this marriage, right? right. How <sighs> there would be something in me. I call it my flesh, you know, my will, my emotions uh, that didn't always want to submit to you. Right. You see what I'm saying? Uh, especially when you were in a different space yep. with your relationship with God. Yep. It made me feel like, well, I don't have to submit to you. You know, who are you talking to? You know, and I remember just coming off really different. Yep. And as I continue to really work on my relationship with God, like we could be in a disagreement, like I think a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And something just wanted to come out of this mouth y'all something mm -hmm. just wanted to come through mm -hmm. but i literally i saw on your forehead i don't mm -hmm. know if i told you this honor and respect mm -hmm. like i i had a vision and in the vision on your head was honor and respect i was looking at you and i was about to say something yeah and i saw honor and respect and mm -hmm. so that's what kept my mouth closed mm -hmm. It was because I saw your mantle. Mm -hmm. I saw your position. Mm -hmm. And regardless if I like it or not, your position comes with authority and honor and respect. That's 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 key what you said. And I wanted to say this before we go to the next point. Um, you respected me because of your relationship with God, but it wasn't because of what I was doing. And the reason why I want to make this point is because there's a lot of women that wants to respect their husband. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the husband isn't in their position. Mm. So it's like, you know, how do you, I don't know how to respect you because you're not acting like the man that God promised me. Right, right. You're not acting like the man that God promised me. And then then the man turn around and we, we get upset about the wife not respecting us. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But we're not in our position as God that God called us to. Yeah, the man isn't submitted to God. And that's what the pro that's where the problem right, is coming in. Right, right. And that could be a lot of issues in your marriage right now. Why there's why there's no connection in your marriage, and it could be because um, God isn't first in that man's life. So the wife, she feels it. She, she knows it. She knows it, and she feels yes. it. And so she's she's very reluctant to give you that respect. She's reluctant to give you that honor, even though she should. 
But maybe she's a, she's she's a woman that just doesn't know how to. Mm-hmm. Maybe she doesn't know how to because she just she needs you to show her and lead her into the word, and we're gonna get there. That's what we going at. Oh I was God. just about to go. Okay, let's not get ahead. Okay, so uh, so okay now, so babe, we gonna we gonna deal with the husbands now. We talked about how God is saying, look. Wives, respect your husbands out of your reverence for Christ, out of your relationship with God. That should flow over to the way you see and respond to your husband, right? So now let's go to Ephesians 5 and 25. God is now about to deal with the husbands, right? On how he is supposed to treat the wife. Right. So. Yep. All right. Let me go to Ephesians 5. It says, husbands, husbands. This is a very popular scripture. Husbands, love your wives. Just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing of the water through the word, through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife love him, loves himself. Mm. This is so powerful. Men, if you get this, you would stop complaining about your wife. <laughs> if you would just get this part right here, you would stop, stop complaining about your wife and just accept this responsibility that if you love your wife and if you, if you wash her with the water of the word, teach her what the word is about. Teach her. Some wives just don't know how to submit because the husbands aren't teaching them, aren't directing them to God My so that God. they can learn how to submit to them, be to an, you. Be an example. To be an example. You know, you have to be an example of how, of, of what a godly person looks like. You see what I'm saying? So, so you ought to love your wife as Christ loved the church and he gave up himself for her. So that means that mm. everything that I do outside of God, everything that I do outside of God should be to to please my wife. Mm. What what are you doing to please your wife? Are you cleansing her with the word? Are you loving her? Are you mm. taking care of her? My God. Are are you giving her hope for a future? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you giving her hope for a future? Mm-hmm. Is she concerned? Is she worried? Mm-hmm. You, is she secure? Is she secure? Is she secure? Oh, I can't even get that out. <laughs> is she she, she, she <laughs> is she secure? You know, you have the responsibility of making your wife uh, secure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because check this out. At the altar, when you got married, what happened? Hmm. That that her her father, and this mm-hmm. is in a, in a normal wedding, her father brings her to the altar to that altar to you. Yes. So what he's doing, he's exchanging the responsibility over to you now. Yep. Now in turn, you become that that woman's father. You're responsible oh. for taking care of that woman. My God. You're responsible for protecting. You're responsible for washing her and raising her up in that word. You're, you have that responsibility now. But when the wife sees that you ain't taking care of your responsibility, brother, when that wife looks at you and you ain't taking care of that responsibility, she feels insecure and she, she has to almost like defend herself or take care of herself. And that's why you see nowadays, this is, I'm telling you, this is what, what's going on. This is why you see nowadays that most, a lot of women are like, I don't need a man now. I can take care of I myself. Got I got it. I got this. I got it. I got it. Because you ain't helping me. You ain't bringing nothing to the table. You don't provide for me. You don't care for me. You don't feed me with the word. You don't know. We don't have a purpose. You don't know where you going. So I got to do this on my own. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be independent of you. 
That's it. But that's not God's design. That's not God's that's design. That's not God's design, y'all. That's not God's that's design. That's not his original intent. So, so if you find yourself in this position, men, and we, granted, we know that there's seasons. We went through some seasons where I had to fall back when it comes to um, taking care of the household and stuff like that. And then Christina, as my help, she began to start doing some stuff because she's my help. She's sufficient. Amen. She, she, she comes with power. And so she helped me while I went through school and everything. And then now we're benefiting from me falling back and actually focusing on school. But if it wasn't for Christina helping me, then I, we wouldn't be in the position that we're in right now. You see what I'm saying? But I, but the only reason why she submitted and, and, and did that is because I came with the plan. Mm. I came with the, a plan for the future of my family. So it wasn't like she was just, I got to take care of this dude. Oh, he, no. What we he ain't about doing, to do. He ain't doing nothing. So I got to take, no. She there saw the plan. plan. Yes. She saw the plan and she agreed with the plan. Mm. And as a good help, she helped me get to where I need to be. Yes. But you know what I'm saying? In some cases, brothers, you don't have a plan. No vision. You have no vision. The Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. So your wife is in a marital relationship where she's feeling like she's dying. She's feeling like, look, look, where's the hope for us? Can you show me a roadmap or a blueprint of where we're going? Okay? Show me, show me where we're going. So yeah. show me where we're going. You yeah. know, you're not, you're not loving me the way I'm supposed to be loved. And then on top of that, I don't know where's this family going. Mm -hmm. You don't have a relationship with God. Where are we going? So what you're doing, you're leaving your wife alone. You're leaving her in a place where she feels very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about point number three because now we got to get Woo! into the comparisons, babe, okay. of why God is saying this is a mystery about marriage and Christ and the body of Christ, right? The comparison is what we want to talk about right now because, listen, he's telling husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church. Well, what did, God, what did Christ do for the church? Mm, mm. See, in order for you to know how husbands, to love your wife, the Bible says as, meaning follow this example. Right. So Christ gave right. himself mm. for us, for, for the church. So that's the third point. Yeah. So point number three, you all, is we need to be one body mm. reflecting Christ to the world. So it's two individuals pursuing and pursuing a purity. If you're just joining. That's number us. one if you're just joining. Two individuals pursuing purity. Let me put that up. This is point number one. Two individuals, two individuals pursuing purity. Point number one. Point number two is uh, two indiv two individuals oh. submitting to one another. Oh, I already messed up. <laughs> two individuals. Use the error. Two individuals submitting one to another. Yep. And yep, then yep. now point number three is two in, um, one body reflecting, reflecting Christ, Christ to, to the, the world. world. Okay, so. so how do how did God put all this together? The main topic is God's design for marriage. Mm -hmm. So um, we we now become as one body. Mm -hmm. See, me and Christina, we are, are one body, and when we become one body, this is this is the prime example. Mm -hmm. When when we put all these things together, we do God things God's way. Mm -hmm. We now become a ministry, yep. so that the world can see Christ through our marriage. This is God's design. That's God's design for marriage. He ultimately wants your marriage to be so in tune with heaven mm. and so in tune with him that now people can look into your life and say, you know what? They look like heaven. Mm. They look like God. Mm -hmm. I see the love of God. I see God within your marriage. I see the character of God. That's it. Come on.
I see a resemblance of God. I want to I want a marriage like that. That's it. At the end of the day, we should be one body. So now, babe, let's talk about Christ, right? How it's so amazing that Christ left his heavenly throne, right? To come to the earth to be united mm-hmm. to his bride. Yep. United to his body. That's it. And we became one and he now lives within us, right? Right. The same is a mystery, right? Because God says the two shall become one. Just like in marriage. We were in bed the other night and we were hugging each other. I love when we in bed too. <laughs> Go ahead, babe. I'm sorry. This one here. Woo! Oh. Okay. So we were in bed the other night about to really drift off to sleep, right? Yep. And every night you hold me a certain way that I like I like to be held. Yep. And at the exact time, y'all, we both said, what did we say to each other? I love you, babe. I love you, babe. Good night or something. We said, I love you, babe. Good night. I mean, it was like it was in harmony. perfect harmony. It was perfect harmony. It wasn't off beat. Like, I didn't go before him or after him. It was scary because yeah. we said it so in tune with one another. It had sound like one voice. Yeah. Like one voice. Sometimes yeah. I don't even know what you're thinking. Right. I'll know what you want. You you may be looking for something. I'll go I'll leave out the room and go get it because I already know what you want, what yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. And so that's how we should be. We should be, you know, two individuals, but the goal is to, to become, become one, one flesh. Is to become one yes, flesh. Yes. To where we're so tied, so connected that we can think we can we can know what each other's thinking before we even speak it or before we even do it. And we begin to start start moving in mm. power as one flesh. Connected in one as one soul. That, that's the ultimate goal. So um, at the end of this, check this out. I'm going to read this. This is now Ephesians. Um, it says, for this reason, for this reason, this is verse 31. Right. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife. And the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, y'all. This is a mystery. Check this out. But I am not talking about, this is what the writer is saying. This is what Paul is saying. But I'm not talking about Christ. I mean, I'm not talking about, I'm I'm sorry. He said, this is a profound mystery. But I am talking about Christ and the church. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm. So he compares the marriage Mm -hmm. With Christ and his bride, us, the body of Christ. Because the moment that you give your life to God, you are now entering into the body of Christ. You are you are Jesus. Let me Come say on, that. Babe. You are Jesus. And that's what God came to do for you. He gave his life so that he can now unite himself with you. To where now you and Jesus are one. And that's what that's what the marriage is like symbolic to. He said, this is a profound mystery. Because the moment that we said, I do, mm. we made that commitment to each other. And we, we joined with God in purity. And we now become one flesh. And once we become one flesh, what God wants us to do is to reflect God's love. Come on, babe. To reflect God's peace. Come on, babe. His joy. Mm. And so now what happens in marriage God's give you God give you the opportunity to learn about what love really is. Mm. See, in marriage, you learn about what what the agape love really is. Yes, Lord. You, you really learn about Come what on, what having patience is. Come on, Jesus. Because I'm gonna tell y'all, look, we got a beautiful marriage, but we had to have some crazy patience with each other. Long suffering. 
The fruit of the spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, baby. We got to have some crazy patience with each other. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we step on each other's toes. Listen. See, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So he, he's showing us exactly what Christ did. Because he had patience with us. He said that even when we were sinners, mm. he gave his life for us. Even when we were sin- even when we was out there smoking, Come on, even bro. when we was out there drinking Come and sleeping on, around, yes. Jesus said, "I'm gonna love you so much. I, I still love you. I'm gonna come down and I'm gonna give my life." And even bear torture mm. for you, even though you don't even have you me on your mind. You don't even deserve it. You see what I'm saying? Woo. So in marriage, we get that opportunity yeah. to express that same love With that you. Jesus um, expressed towards us. Mm. So even when our spouse hurts us sometimes, wow. we, we, we got to express that agape love towards our spouse mm-hmm. through forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You see? Lord, no. We know you've been hurt. You know, we, we went through infidelity in several cases. You know, we've been hurt. We've been we've been out of place. We've been we've been into sin. You know, yes. but because of the love that we have for each other, we we begin to draw each other back into the right place with God. You see, what I'm saying with God, we got back into position. We got back into position yes. with God. Yes. So I believe that this is what God is saying with y'all. I I believe you know we we believe that the Holy Spirit is in every message. We believe that it's for somebody, you know, the reason why there could be chaos in your marriage is because, um, you may be out of position Mm. and, and we speaking to both sides. It could be the husband and, or the wife. Mm. You may be out of position right now. Mm. What is God telling you to do in your marriage? Mm. You know, we know that your husband may be off track. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, but you can win your husband back with that love that God showed for you because when you was a sinner, he gave his life for you. My God. You see? So your husband may be off track. He may not know. He may he may be slipping away a little bit from God. But what are you going to do to give your life for him mm. to win him back? Woo. You see what I'm saying? You just reminded me of a time. Uh, an example going with that story. You just are going. I have a story to go with that real quick. I was just thinking back on a time. Sisters, I want to talk to y'all for a second. I remember being in the shower. This was years back. And I was heavy. I mean, I had such a a, a burden on me, y'all, because mm-hmm. I knew something was going on in the marriage. I just knew it. I just didn't feel. I could feel it, y'all. We were disconnected. It was just something going on, and the spirit of God just came upon me so heavily that I just started speaking in the Holy Spirit. I just started praying in tongues, y'all, in the shower, right? And I remember getting out of the shower, wet, just put my towel on, and I went into our bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I remember laying on the middle of our floor, praying in tongues, crying out to God, crying out to God. And you were not walking with God at that time the right. way that, you know, you should be when we're talking about pos- husbands who may be out of position. Right. So I just want to encourage you in this right here, y'all. And so at this particular time, you were out of position temporarily. Right. Right. Yep. And I was praying in the spirit, praying in the spirit on the floor. And I remember you came in the room and totally ignored me mm-hmm. and you stepped over me and you turned on the light and you turned like you, I wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. And so you were just, I don't know. It was just a disrespect, you know, right. cause I'm praying in the spirit and I'm interceding for us. Really. Mm-hmm. I know that's what it was now mm-hmm. thinking back. Um, but I continued to pray. I didn't stop. Right. I, I felt, I remember getting off of the floor mm-hmm. and went, and I went back in the bathroom. And in my mind, I was like, wow, why did he just do that, God? Right. I said, God, that wasn't right. That wasn't right. And so you got to take your kids to your dad. Come on, man. You got to go to God. 
Let me tell you something, because God is the head of the husband, see? So we got to pray to our father because he is our ultimate father, mm -hmm. right? We got to go to our father and then he intercedes. And I believe that it was through those prayers that yeah. God started tugging at your heart. Let me tell you something. Sometimes we think our prayers ain't working. Yep. I hear many women say, I done did that. Yep. I'm tired of praying. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of crying, yep. but do not grow weary. Listen, it is producing something behind the scenes. Trust, yep. Yep. it is working. Yep. And so as, as your marriage comes together, we know that you're desiring a marriage that God, for God, that God designed. Yes. You can have that marriage yes, that God's designed. Yes, you can. This is, we, we're here to give you hope, hope for your marriage. Come on, You can have that marriage yes. for God's design. And right now, we're about to get into question and answers. Mm. Um, this is a segment that, that we um, allow you to ask questions and stuff. But I just want to encourage y'all, look, because we went through some crazy, heavy things with our marriage. And we started off young. And just to let you know that your marriage will go through seasons, y'all. Yes, y'all will go through seasons in your marriage, mm -hmm. you know. But if you keep God close, That's like good. we just shared, keep yes. God close. Let God be the focus in your marriage. Mm -hmm. Those seasons, you will go through those seasons and um, conquer those seasons that you go through. Mm. Because there's going to be trials in your marriage. There's going to be trials. It may not yeah. be infidelity, but there's going to be tests. Mm -hmm. There's Come gonna on, Your man. husband is, is going to may say some stupid and crazy things out of his mouth. Mm -hmm. Or vice versa. He, he, and vice versa. They might hurt you. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? That You may go through a season where y'all don't like each other. <laughs> you know, love is not about emotions. Let me just put that out there, right, babe? No, please put that out there. Love ain't about emotions. The only love that can sustain a marriage is the God kind of love. Come on, man. That same love that Christ had when he gave himself and he died on the cross, that's the kind of love that we have to have in our marriage, the agape love. Yep. That's love. the only love that'll work. So it's not about today you might like your husband, you might like your wife, you're smiling, you're happy. But there will come a time where you look at your wife and you say, I don't like her too much. She just, just she gets like on my nerve. But then that's the time to extend the agape love, what we're talking about. Because the conditions of a lot of people's heart is, or love towards their spouse is contingent upon whether or not I feel mm. like I love my spouse. That's not the God kind of love mm. because your feelings change from day to day, from moment to moment, so from true. situation to situation. Yes. But love is a choice that agape love says, I'm going to love you regardless of how I feel. Mm. I'm going to still cook for you. I'm going to still take care of you. I'm going to still protect you Be regardless nice. of how I feel, yeah. you know, yeah. because it's evil when, once you, once you. Um, are tied into your emotion, that emotional type love, yep. because you don't feel like, I feel like I like this other person more than I like my wife. Woo! You see what I'm saying? And so now you're going off with your feeling, which is a temporary emotion. Mm -hmm. But God, agape love is eternal. It's forever. Mm -hmm. It's commitment. It's commitment. It's dedication. That's the agape kind of love. That's it. You don't go off of your feet. That's the kind of love God got for us. That's it. He's dedicated to us. We're in a covenant relationship Come on Come on. with him. Come on. Think of how many times we done slip up on God and, and with our relationship with him. He's still there Come on. to receive us. Come, Come on. on through. He's still there with open arms Come on now. to receive us. Come on. My Come on. God. So y'all know what time it is, right? Um, if for the new for the new people here, it's time right now for questions and answer. Ask yes. Mary for real. So y'all give us your questions. What is it right now, man? We're going to give some more shout outs. 
we hope y'all enjoyed this um this message this topic right now this we can't get to the whole topic there's so much more that we can milk out of that but um we want to encourage y'all to go to our website we got so much more messages there Mm -hmm. that you could um look through our archives and our past lives Mm -hmm. and then hopefully those will help you out also but right now we want to get to a few questions but we got to put out this disclaimer we can't answer we don't promise to answer every question but we have over 18 years of experience and we just we just want to share what we learned through our time of um, the school of hard knocks in our marriage and then plus what the Holy Spirit shared with us and then also our study time um, of, of studying the word studying about marriage so we want to share that knowledge with you so if you got any questions go ahead share it right now someone just said uh, Simone Cumbie Johnson Simone Cumbie Johnson she said what does respect look like in a marriage from both sides because I guess what she's saying oftentimes we hear that a wife is supposed to respect her husband but mm-hmm. mutually because we talked earlier about submitting to one another yeah. in order for you to submit to somebody you gotta respect them right because submission is an attitude you yeah. see what I'm saying mm-hmm. so for me, I'll talk about what that looks like for me. Okay. How I need you to respect me. Mm-hmm. Um, respect me in your tone. Yeah. That's big for me. I I I cringe if I if you're you're escalating your voice. Um, so respect me in the words that you say to me yeah. and how you speak to me. Right. Also, when we're out in public. Um, that's key too. When we're out in public, don't do anything to embarrass me yep. or to belittle me. Uh, say we're in a group and we're talking amongst people. Don't cut me off. Don't right. be rude. You know. So I think it's pretty simple. You know, mm-hmm. like the same way you would respect anybody, really. Uh-huh. Just be courteous and kind to one another. Yeah. And yeah. if I can add to that, um, that's good. But if I can add to that, um, the Bible says that. A husband basically needs to understand that the woman is the weaker vessel. So, if you respect your wife, you don't you won't tr- act like a bully because you're stronger physically. Okay, you're a stronger person physically. Men are naturally rough. Men men answer rough. Uh, men talk a little bit sterner. You see what I'm saying? Right. But the Bible says you have to be aware that you your wife is the weak, weaker vessel. So. When it comes to your wife, you basically have to treat her gentle. You, you got to bring it down. Bring your tone down. Be gentle. Let your tone reflect the fact that you love her. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Just like your natural father. Just like your natural father. Just like Think the way that. the way you would treat your, your daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, how would you treat your daughter? Yep. You see what I'm saying? Because in actuality, our wives, we... we we take them on as as our daughter. Actually, it's 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 man. I'm gonna tell you, marriage is a mystery. I'm gonna tell you, we there's some things that we're gonna share, but actually, we, we take them on as a. That's why I just shared that example. The 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 father gives away his daughter to that husband, which becomes the new father. You see, so um, how would you treat your daughter? Because sometimes you have to look at your wife as though. This is my daughter. I still have to, you know, treat them gentle. I got to provide for my baby. This is my baby. Mm-hmm. I got to treat them gentle. I got to make that she, sure she's safe. I believe that's why we even call each other baby. Yeah. Think about it. You know, we call each other baby in marriage and stuff. And so wives, I, I love that, babe. And I think also uh, the same way wives that you would respect your earth, earthly father. Yep. That's how you should respect your husband. So, yep. next question. Watch party. Watch party. What's up, y'all? Uh, I see a lot of people. Um, do y'all have any questions? 
Um, I see a lot of people in here. I see Derek. Man, thank y'all for joining, man. Before y'all go off, please make sure y'all like our page. Make sure y'all like our page. Um, and if y'all got any questions, let us know, man. If we got that answer, let us know. All right, so questions over here. You got questions? Go ahead, babe. Okay. So, Christina um, Welch, she stated, what do you do when the respect and our submission is not reciprocated? Respect and submission is that that's a female. Mm-hmm. Um, if respect and submission is not reciprocated, so you're doing what you're supposed to do, but right. the other person isn't doing what they're supposed to. Do. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the it's the same thing we just talked about. Is that like God said that be it unto you according to your faith. If you're believing for your spouse to actually change in this area, because um, you can believe him for him to change. But you got to be careful with it because you don't want to interrupt what God is doing in his heart by being impatient, mm. by being rude, mm. by trying to be the Holy Spirit, <laughs> by trying to tell him, you know, you, you know, you're being short tempered with him mm. because he's not changing. And we know that it can get frustrating when you are, are waiting on your spouse to actually get in tune with God. You know, so in those times, we definitely would encourage you to stay in the presence of God. That's that's pretty much you have to make sure that you're not hindering the process that God is making within your spouse. Okay. And um, this, but there's kind of two sides now. Let me say this. So the God could be working on your husband, but you got to make sure that you're not a hindrance. Um, Keep being kind to him. The Bible said that he, God won us with loving kindness. Loving kindness have I drawn thee. Loving, but loving kindness, he, draw, he drew us. You got to think about it. Now, you was a sinner. I was, I'm going to talk about myself. I was a sinner. I was hard-headed for a long time, for years. But God has always been pulling on me, pulling on me. Mm-hmm. And he continued to love me. He continued yes. to take care of me. On, he continued babe. to feed me. He continued to be kind to me. My God. So you have to take on that example. It's kind of like you you have to be love him so much until until he feels so bad that he is disrespecting mm. you because you you're just showing him so much love. Mm. You're just giving him you I mean babe, oh I understand oh man okay all right you know sometimes you got to show your disappointment hide your disappointment and deal with it with God and come back in a form of love. Mm. He might have said something very disrespectful to, to you. Step away. Don't show him any don't show him any any dis um as far as any um any um don't don't show him your emotions. Mm-hmm. Step away. Go speak with God until your emotions gets under control. Until you can walk in love. Until you can walk in love. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Come back with something. Yeah. You know, maybe you need to obey. Do I need to, you know, um, give you a massage or something. Let me give you a massage, babe. Love never Just lo- fails. I'm telling you, con- continue to love. And sometimes that could be the most challenging thing because sometimes you just want to... Mm. You better get right. Why don't you just change? Yeah, sometimes that's the natural get response <laughs> to somebody that's acting crazy. Yes. But that's the world's way. So if you want God's kind of results, you got to do it God's way. You just reminded me of a story. We, just, uh, we was just watching a video the other night. And this couple was talking about a couple that came into their office for marriage counseling. And the husband didn't want his wife to go to church. Right. Okay? He didn't want his wife going to church because he was an unbeliever, right? So the wife went against 
what her husband wanted and she actually went to church and the husband said look you go to church i'm gonna lock you out i'm not gonna let you in the house because y'all get back a little late so i'm gonna lock you out so the wife still went to to church when the wife came back in sure enough the door was locked she could not get in her own house wow she slept on the front porch Mm. all night the husband came opened the door the, the next morning and the wife sort of, you know, fell in the house as he opened the door. And he was like, oh, my gosh, you slept out here all night? And you know what she said? Good morning. Would you like for me to make you some breakfast? Wow. Well, ain't that crazy? To some, to what most, to most, is that? To most people, that sounds crazy. What? But if you have that kind of faith that, what you know, you trusted in God to change your spouse... That means that you'll be willing to endure a whole lot of, of pain, really, mm. in order to win your spouse back. And and I'm telling you, it takes a, a, a unique kind of person to really endure this, but it's not impossible. You can do it. And what I would you add, can do it. you can do it with the anointing. With God. You can do it with God. Because a lot of this, I'm going to be honest, you're going to need the super on your natural. You're going to need that. You're going to need the supernatural power of God. God You're gonna need to it. keep you in the love of God. Yep, that's to it. To keep you in the love of God so that you won't operate out of your emotions. It, it's, it. it's supernatural. Not everything is natural. That's it. Listen, we got, God's way involves heaven's results. That's it. Heavenly weapons. That's it. Okay. Um, it, it takes supernatural power to forgive your spouse when they just committed adultery on you. Lord. It takes a supernatural kind of power because the natural man wants to say, Dude, get out my face. Get the heck out my face. And a lot of other things that I ain't going to say. But <laughs> but it takes supernatural power to forgive somebody who just stabbed you in the back. All right? In so that throat. So that's what we're saying. Continue to trust and believe that your husband is going to change. Have faith in God. But ultimately, don't get in God's way uh, of what he's doing. Continue to love. And you'll see your spouse begin to turn around. Any other questions? So, y'all, I, I see a lot of the questions is pretty similar to what we're talking about. Um, but listen, we're talking about God's design. And I'm going to be honest, it doesn't look like what we're used to. God's way of doing things does not look like what comes naturally for us. You know what I'm saying? Think about Christ being on the cross and saying something like, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. The people that just spat on you and nailed you to a cross, you, you want to say forgive them for they know not what they do? That is a supernatural love, y'all. That's something that this earth, <laughs> this earth don't operate with that kind of love, y'all. We need God's way. We need God's love. So that's the only way our marriages are going to sustain itself, all right? So. All right. I want to, um. I got, I think I got a question here. Um, it says, how can I help my husband to be, this is from Kim. How can I help my husband to be confidential, honor, and protect his marriage as the head? How can I help him be confidential, honor, and protect his marriage as the head? Um, uh, the word of God, let me just say this. There's a practical way and there's a spiritual way. I, I, we we got to share the spiritual first. The word of God is like a hammer. It beats upon your husband's heart. Lord. But um, we don't know the position that your husband is in. 
So all we can say is that it's obvious that you know you know a little bit about how your husband should operate and maybe he doesn't know. So what we would encourage is that you, you don't want to preach to your husband. That's one thing. Don't preach to him. Don't, you know, of course, show him love. But this is one thing that you could do. Begin to encourage him, babe, you know, let's look at this, maybe this video on marriage, on, on, um, you know, on how a marriage should be. Introduce him to the, our videos. There's so many videos that me and Christina, we listen to for our counsel and for our um, knowledge. We listen to a lot of Miles Monroe videos on marriage. We listen to um, Marriage Today. We listen to a lot. There's a lot, a plethora of knowledge out here yes. that you can just gather on YouTube, wherever, yes, and yes. say and try to make it something that you do on the, on on the on a regular basis. Yeah, but weekly. Do it weekly, but try to see if your husband would 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 sit and actually watch certain things with him because he maybe he may not know how to respect how to how to be that man of God that he needs to be. It, it may just be ignorance. He may just not know. And this is what we're beginning to realize. A lot of people just don't know. Lack of knowledge, yeah. So you, you can't really charge people um, as guilty for something that they just don't know. It's like when I don't see a speed limit on the highway, uh, they don't if they don't put speed limits on the highway, I don't know how fast that or how fast is breaking the rules mm-hmm. or is breaking the law. Yeah. So, but it's not until I see that speed limit that I can slow down and say, okay, this is how far I need to go. Uh-huh. This is what I need to do. So, what I'm saying is that maybe your husband doesn't know how to protect you. Mm. Maybe he doesn't know how to um, respect you. He's doing the best that he knows how maybe, to maybe, do. Maybe, and I'm not saying that it is, but this could be a possibility. Yeah. So, what I would definitely um, um, request or uh, uh, ask you to do is just sit down with him and actually have a conversation the last slide that we talked about was doing marriage maintenance and we talked about what what talk uh, husband and wife talking about their their um concerns within the marriage or just making a checkup about um how how are we doing how am i doing with respecting you yeah yeah how how am i doing with loving you and this is what we, we should, should would suggest. So you could go back and watch that live on our Facebook timeline. Yes, and go back and watch that, that and it gives you some keys on how to um, approach each other in, in that area where you're doing maintenance, check up on your marriage, and just talking, just sitting down and actually having a, a, a sensible conversation with your husband and, and love and just letting them know your concern. What are you concerned about? You know, make the atmosphere safe mm-hmm. and just talk about your concerns. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, babe. That is good, though, so... So now we are going to get into prayer. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm switching stuff and doing all kinds. Of <laughs> so we let's get back to prayer. Yeah, so it is now time to Thank pray, y'all. guys. We don't want to keep y'all much longer. Um, we need like five hours. There's so much to talk about when it comes to marriage. And um, we try to compact it into an hour, maybe an hour and 15. But <laughs> it's just not enough time. So... What we want to do now is pray that yeah. God would just seal what we covered. Yep. You know, the resources that we gave out today, the knowledge that we gave out today, um, that he would just seal it in the hearts and minds of every couple that yep. has joined with us today. So if y'all could just 
give us maybe three, two, three more minutes, and let's just close this out in prayer. Yeah. Um, there's uh, some more questions in here. We'll try to go through the comments and try to give some answers as best as we know how. Or sometimes we also do other videos called Ask Married For Real. Yep. And we'll actually address a lot of these questions. So continue to follow us. Don't forget to like our Facebook page so that you can be notified when we go live every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Yep. Also, these lives are also on our website. In about maybe two hours after today, we'll upload it so that in case you came on in the middle, you can go back and catch the replay, right? Also, yep. And also, last week, we gave away T-shirts <laughs> for those of you that shared up, you know, for, to like five people or tagged like five people to this post. But but this time, we're not, we're not going to tell you what we're giving away this time, but tag about five people or share this post within a group, and then you will qualify yourself to be entered into... I like saying this. this ain't that something? Sure. You will yeah, qualify we... to be have your name placed into a, a pot to where we will um, select um, maybe your name and your, your marriage to um, number one, either you can get t-shirts or you can get a one hour free consultation with us, a, a free um, mentorship talk with us um, live, you know what I'm saying, with us. So y'all go ahead and share and then also tag. So we ready? Right, so... Listen, um, some quick shout outs real quick. Um, Donna, thank y'all. Thank you for being with us. Uh, Suplencia Smith, uh, Brick, Brittany Hamilton. Um, thank you all for joining in with us today. We see your comments in here. Uh, Barbara Ward, thank you so, so much. Um, all right. So some Simone Johnson, uh, thank you. Um, all right. So let's pray, babe. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's, all right. pray. let's seal this word. Oh, Father God, we just give you glory. Mm. We give you honor. We give you praise. We thank you, Father God, for your presence being here. There's more than there's more than two definitely here in your mission and your presence. Yes. So we know that you're here. We know that you hear our prayers. Mm. So we thank you, Father God, that this word is penetrating those that are on the on the other side of our voices. Yes, and Lord. as as they receive this word and they begin to act out this word, that marriages will be transformed yes. right now yes, in Jesus God. name yes, husbands will return into their position mm. wives will be returned back to their position yes, and in turn families will be restored yes. communities will be restored yes. this neighborhoods and world the world will be restored father god yes. through this transformation that begins ultimately first with that man father mm, god. god so we thank you father god for healing for restoration in that family, Thank Father you, God. Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus, yes, we yes, come against God. every impurity yes. that may be operating in, the, in that family right mm -hmm. now. We come against sin. We come against lust. We come right against now, pornography. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Yes, we come God. against that spirit of adultery. Yes, God. Right we come now, against God. that spirit of lasciviousness. Yes, Lord. We come against it right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Hallelujah. We, yes. we, we, we remind you that you have no more power. But we loose the spirit of love. Yes. Hallelujah. Right now into that family. Thank you. That Jesus. they will begin to love Christ more than they love anything else in this world. My and God. as the, a return of their love for you, that there will be a turnaround in their life. My God. Right now in the name of Jesus. We pray for Jesus. any family, uh, any person that may be going through any illness right now. Yes, Lord. Because yes. we believe that you are the healer. Yes, God. And that you you died on the cross, and through your death, you took upon you our sins, you took upon you our, our, our burdens, yes. our, our pain, our diseases. 
And so that right now we are healed according to your stripes that was shed right there on the cross, Father God. We thank you and we give you glory right now, Father God, for marriages that are being restored. We thank you right now for protecting everyone in Florida. Yes, God. Right oh, now, Lord, God. We, we thank you right now yes, that the, the power path, of yes. God is shifting that storm thank you, off of the coast. Yes, back out to Because we have power. Yes, God. We command you to turn right now. Yes, Lord. In yes. the name of Jesus. Yes, God. Turn yes. right now, Father yes. God, by the authority that you've given us. Yes. That that storm will turn right now. Yes, That God. nobody's home will be destroyed. Yes. No lives will be lost. Yes. Nothing will be damaged. Right now, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We speak to it right now. Thank you, God. And we just give you glory, mm. hallelujah, for peace, yes. love, and joy yes. throughout everybody that's here under the sound of our voice. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank y'all, glory man, for kicking it with us again on this Friday. Y'all go glory and have a good Labor Day weekend. Hallelujah. Okay, y'all got some barbecues, uh, some, on some vacations. Some what y'all doing? What y'all got going on? Let us know in the comments. Come uh, on now. I got a birthday coming up, husband. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, you. yeah, yeah, my birthday. I got you. You you reminded me. Just you know, just putting it out there. You, you, know? you know, but you know, your birthday become my birthday sometime. I know, isn't that something? You know why? Why is that? Because we can get. Ooh! So anyway, I'm gonna buy you some lingerie. It, no, 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 no. That's your. That's you for you. That's not for me. But anywho, if you take these messages. Take take this out. If you apply these messages, you take these messages. You're trying to get me out of here right now. All right, y'all. Don't forget to like our page right now. But look, if we put, if you take these messages and apply it to your life, you too can say through it all. We still win. God bless y'all. <laughs>